Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? The episode you're about to hear was recorded at the Ethereum Hackathon in Singapore, and I was super lucky to meet face-to-face some of the people we had on the show. So enjoy these mini-episodes, and we'll see you in the next episodes of Crypto 101. Lloyd, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good, sir. Very good to see you here in Singapore. It's good to see you in person after 10 months I, of the podcast. I think it's about 10 months since right. the last time we were on the podcast together. And um, yeah, man, I'm really happy that you invited us to the office and just to hang out and just meet you guys in person. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Singapore is you know, treating you well. It is, man. It is. I came in last night. My buddy picked me up from the airport. We went out. We got some drinks. Been hanging around. Singapore is such an interesting city because there's so much different cultures and architectures. You're like right next to Malaysia, right next to Indonesia, you know, very close to China and India and all kinds of other, you know, influences here. And everybody's here in Singapore. Yeah, that's why you see like, you know, Malaysian, Indian, Chinese and Vietnamese and like basically like everyone is here. And they all live and stay together and work together like without any problem. It's kind of insane because we think that from an American standpoint is that you cannot have, and I don't want to get it political or religious, but, you know, a Christian and a Muslim and a, and a Hindu and, and, you know, different languages and different cultures and personalities in one place and it works. But here it's amazing. Yeah. So that's why you see like, you know, crypto is also working really well here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why Singapore? Like. Singapore is an amazing place uh, for a lot of reasons, but you see a lot of crypto companies and they start off in one place and then they say, I'm going to move to Malta or Panama, Puerto Rico or whatever. But some companies like yours and uh, Elf and other companies are staying in Singapore. Why Singapore and what benefits to your company? First of all, it's a nice country to stay and to live and to work as well. The life quality is good. The infrastructure is good. Regulation is friendly. And in terms of, I think, engineering, I think it's growing. The talent pool is growing. It's easier to invite or hire people from overseas. Mm -hmm. You can just go to like, you know, Indonesia, Vietnam, or even like, you know, China and India. And, you know, source the people, the talent from from there and just like, you know, hire them and and bring them to Singapore. Mm I think regulation plays an important part because the central bank here and even the lawyers, they're quite uh, friendly and easy to work with. I mean, as long as you don't like, violate the law, you don't do any scam or things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is willing to have a conversation with you to figure out the problem, to sort out the problem for you. You know, I think that everybody knows that Singapore is very strict and very law-abiding country. Is it as strict with the finance market as well? Like we always hear is like, if you're chewing gum, you get like lashes or something, or you spit on the street, you get lashes. Is it really that strict? And is it that strict with the finance or new companies like blockchain? I think in general, people respect and follow the law, mm-hmm. right? So that's why like, there are not like so many cases like the law enforcement actually has you know, to happen. Mm-hmm. So which is also good for the regulators as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in general, I think it's strict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so does people get actually get caned here? Uh, last time I heard about it was like several years ago. Okay, but yeah. it does happen. It did happen. Okay. I haven't seen it like in the last five years though. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I'm not sure like if it's still a thing. <laughs> so you're here because of the regulations, that's number one, but it's not a cheap place to set up. I mean, salaries are high, rent is high, you know, mm-hmm. everything, the cost of living is high. There's a lot of things that go into maintaining a company here. What are the benefits to this cost ratio? I think uh, having the access to the ecosystem is good. Like if you want to talk to a lawyer that knows their stuff, that could advise you on what to do to protect you and not to violate the law, 
then I think it's, it's good. There are a lot of like great law firms here. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of several top school in Asia here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, NUS is among the top 20 school in terms of like computer science and things like that. And we also have like NTU and, and SMU is a great business school here as well in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So you can hire like the top talent in Asia in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the great benefit of setting up something here in Singapore. Last time we spoke, Kyber was on the road to go into Korea. You were talking about atomic swapping on the Kyber network, being in ATMs, doing all these different things. What has happened in the time since we spoke last? So we are growing the ecosystem overall. So first of all, it's been like 10 months since mm-hmm. we talked in the podcast, right? We have been spending our present in, like, I think, more than 20 different crypto wallets, mm-hmm. uh, okay. including the major ones like, you know, IAM token, Mito wallet, Coinbase wallet, basically like all the major ones, you, you name it. Right? Mm-hmm. And then we also like trying to have more integration with other financial protocol mm-hmm. or the financial dApp, like uh, Melonport is one example. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they do trustless and decentralized fund management platform. Mm-hmm. So with the integration with Kyber, the fund manager could liquidate their portfolio asset fully on chain, mm-hmm. like just by sending a transaction to the smart contract without like, you know, trusting any like middleman or like sending the fund to any centralized changes to do that. We are also like trying to push for the token payments use case as well. Mm-hmm. So the idea here is that now, you know, because everyone is trying to issue their own token, right? So uh, if you want to use some different app, you may have to acquire the token mm-hmm. beforehand in order to use the app. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen if you want to use like 100 different apps, right? right? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. True. Um, so the idea is that Kyber could facilitate the payment to the app like seamlessly. Mm-hmm. You can use like Ether or only DAI or whatever token of your choice, right? Mm-hmm. And once you send the payment, Kyber could have like you know convert it instantly on the fly. 
uh, pay to the app in the native token. I, I like how you said when I asked, like, what have you been up to? You said it's only been 10 months. That's basically what you said. <laughs> it's only been 10 months. Right. What kind of timeline are you looking at? I mean, I think in the crypto world, maybe as consumers, right. as uh, investors, as podcasters, we're maybe a little too impatient. Maybe we're always under like, when's the next project? When are you going to, you know, go moon? When is we're going to see Kyber everywhere in every aspect of everyday life? And you said 10 months, you're like, it's only 10 months. What kind of realistic timelines are we looking for, you know, where you want to get with Kyber? Right. So basically, we are setting up all the infrastructure for Kyber to be like everywhere in all the like financial transaction and payments and, and all the daily activities, right? Uh, so that's why you could see that we are trying to integrate with more wallets, with more financial protocol, with more merchants or dApp that accept crypto payments. So the thing is, Kyber is making a long bet in the ecosystem, right? So if like all these applications get any like, traction or adoption, then Kyber is there already, right. right? So we are already set up to serve the users. And another important initiative that Kyber has been working on, I think we just announced last month or so, the wrap Bitcoin idea. Mm-hmm. So the idea here is that we, we want to bring Bitcoin liquidity and value to Ethereum ecosystem. I see, okay. Right. So we work together with a few other projects, including BitGo and Republic, and I think 15 other different projects in this space to tokenize Bitcoin. And you know, BitGo will be the custodian that keeps the real Bitcoin and issue the ERC20 token that represent Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So we call it WBTC. Like any dApp on Ethereum, they could like get access to Bitcoin mm-hmm. right, by just like accepting WBTC. Mm-hmm. So which is an important initiative to bring more liquidity, more value to Ethereum ecosystem. You talk about liquidity and value and, you know, bringing that to the Ethereum ecosystem. Right. Ethereum just hit $80 today, down from all-time high of $1,200. Right. It just keeps going down. Does that worry you? I mean, it's sad to see uh, what's happening, right? Right. Uh, I mean, no, no, no one should be happy unless, <laughs> unless like you have like some. I mean, you you did like some financial activity to gain some profit from it, but we have seen this like several times, right? right. In in the last like five years, I think, and we believe that you know if we keep maintaining the fundamental, keep building the ecosystem, keep inventing new use cases that are gonna be like practical and gonna be mainstream then the market was just like, you know, pick up again. Can Kyber live without Ethereum? Um, Can Kyber live without Bitcoin? Or do they have to be successful for Kyber to be successful? So currently we are quite embedded in the Ethereum ecosystem. So it would be better if the Ethereum ecosystem like pick up. But technically we could deploy Kyber on any other blockchain mm-hmm. and serve the ecosystem over there because the protocol is there, the deployment on Ethereum is there. So we could like just use that deployment as a reference and you know deploy Kyber on any other blockchain. Right on. You're embedded in the Ethereum ecosystem very right. deeply. Right. Today is the beginning of the F Hackathon right. Singapore. Mm. You're on a panel. What are you gonna be doing over there, man? I think I'm gonna be on the cross chain panel. Basically, let's just talk about why cross-chain is important and Mm -hmm. what are the other approaches for cross-chain and and what we are doing with WPTC. You know, this might be a weird question, and I'm always curious about conferences and hackathons like this. We can talk about cross-chain and things like that on a podcast or on a YouTube video, and we have a reach of 20, 30, 40,000 people already by just this. But doing it at a conference, you only are basically talking to the people there. Is it worth it? 
Okay, so I mean the idea of the conference is. That I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to diss the conference for being there, but yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Just curious. I think um, there's always like something for the conference that still attract people to attend conferences. That is, you could meet the people in person, right? You you could ask them questions. You could like interact with them. Instead of like you know someone listen to our video and if they ask any question they just like leave a comment on YouTube right. and most of the time like you don't answer them right and for the hackathon I think like all the panels all the talks are just like the minor part of it mm-hmm. uh, the main activities is like people forming group and working on ideas and building prototype and things like that mm-hmm. I think the talks and the panels are just like decoration or some some side activities right cool man cool yeah. well. I want to say thank you very much for inviting me to the office and talking a little about your project, talking about the future of Kyber and what you guys have been doing. And well, if anybody wants to know more about Kyber, go to the Crypto 101 episode. We do Kyber 101. Loy and I go through the whole thing about how the main came about, uh, what they're doing, what the project's aims are, and check out that episode. And Hey, oh. thanks. thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, it's and, a bit great. No, man. Thank you for having me, man. I came over here and, and you welcomed me into your home. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. Hi, right, brother. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.